I used to be so scared of rejection. I would avoid it at all cost. And as a result, I was undervaluing myself all the time because I always felt like I was in a life or a death situation. So in this video, I'm going to break down how I stopped undervaluing myself and got other people to see my true self, my true value, and also got paid what I'm really worth. Now, I'm going to split this up in two sections. One, relationships and then career, because both of those are really vitally important to understand. Let's start with the relationship. So when I was 13 years old, I decided to ask a girl out on a date for the first time ever. And I had no idea how to do it. I had no idea how dating works. How should I? I was 13 years old. So I wouldn't ask my parents because I felt too embarrassed. I wouldn't ask my friends. So who to ask for such a delicate thing? Well, I decided to do it like they do it in the movies. Like you write a love letter and everything works out perfectly. I thought that's how you do it. So I did it and I sent it to that girl and obviously I got rejected badly. It hurt so much. And as a result, I stopped asking. I was so afraid of being rejected again, of feeling this bad again, of having this uncertainty in a relationship that I never asked again for seven years. And as a result, I undervalued myself. Over time, I just got on a downward spiral of confidence. Because I didn't take action, my confidence diminished. And because I had no confidence, I didn't take any action. So I undervalued myself. I didn't put myself out there. I didn't let other people see the real me including my fears, including my doubts, including my insecurities. I tried to protect myself at all cost. And what I had to realize is this. When you put a wall in front of you and you don't allow other people in, yes, you keep the bad people out, the, the wrong fits, but you also keep the right people out. And what you have to realize is this is not a life or death situation. I had to realize this. So when I was 21 years old, I was miserable. I was feeling miserable and I wanted to change my life. I was so lonely. And at that time, I was terrified of talking to people, putting myself out there, giving myself a chance. But I decided to do it. My pain was stark enough that something had to change. And I decided to go out every single day on the street and talk to a woman. It terrified me. But every time I did it, I gained more, gained more confidence. I believed in myself a bit more. And over time, I just got so much momentum. And let me be clear, most of the time I did fail. I failed all the time. Most of the time when I got out on the street, I bailed. And then the other 50% that I tried, it just didn't work. This was a terrifying thing for me because I didn't see my own worth. I didn't see myself as someone who's worthy of being loved. So I had to learn that. I had to see that. I had to discover that part of me. So how do I start? 
stopped undervaluing myself. I put myself out there a lot. And I asked for what I was really worth. Over and over and over and over again, I asked women out on dates. Most of the time I got rejected. But then I got on dates and they sometimes went somewhere. And the more I practiced it, the easier it got. So when you want to stop undervaluing yourself and get what you really deserve, you have to ask for it over and over and over and over and over and over again and get used to the no. Get used to the rejection. Because here's the thing, when you are not used to rejection or pain or disappointment, when you do get rejected, when you do get disappointed, it feels like this big, immense deal. That's why I was so paralyzed by that one incident that I had. Here's what I should have done. I should have just got back on the horse really quickly. Yeah, got rejected, asked the next girl, and the next girl, and the next girl. Go out there all the time and the more often you get rejected, the easier it becomes. You just get used to it. The emotion, yeah, it hurts, but it doesn't hurt as long as it used to hurt. Yes, you feel that pain, but it leaves you so much more quickly. When I didn't allow myself to feel that pain of rejection again, I held on to that pain for seven years. I just couldn't let that go. But the more you are used to pain or rejection or disappointment, the more you can tolerate it, the more you can thrive despite it. Here's one thing to keep in mind. Fear does not leave you. But when you don't ask for what you want, you won't get what you want. That is certain. So you have to make it a habit to ask for what you really want and to feel like you deserve that. And that just comes with practice. So then fast forward, six months after I was starting doing this, every single day going out on the street talking to people, I met my girlfriend. And we had an amazing connection. And we built this amazing relationship. There's another video I did where I really detailed that. And then fast forward six years. It's now 2022. And I am in business. So how in your career or in your business do you ask for what you're really worth? How do you get paid what you're really worth? At first, I immensely undervalued myself. And I'm probably still doing that. It's a process. But at first, I would do everything for a few bucks. Because I was desperate. I didn't see that there were so many opportunities and that I deserved them. I felt like, yeah, when I, I just started this, who's going to pay me a thousand bucks a day? Who's going to pay me 500 bucks for an online course? That's a natural thing when you start something. But again, when you don't ask for it, you will never get it. What I see in business all the time, people who offer services like a therapist, a consultant, a coach, they're always undervaluing themselves. They're selling a session, 60 minutes of their time, for like 20 bucks. 
And I feel like, don't you have something better to do than spend an hour for just 20 bucks? Do you know how many coaching sessions you need to have in a month to earn like $2,000 with that? That's insane. So valuing yourself correctly, that is your responsibility. And your value should increase over time. You should be getting paid more. If you're not, you're either not overcoming that fear or you're not getting any better in your job. So over time, obviously, my skills have increased. And with that, I've increased my fees. I've increased my prices because I can do things that most people can't do. So if you want to be paid more, develop a few skills that nobody else can do. Like I have marketing skills because I've been doing this for so long as a copywriter, as someone who can help people create online courses, as a YouTuber, that people are willing to pay thousands for. So this is obviously a huge part. If you want to get paid what you really deserve, you want to stand out, you want to do something that nobody else is capable of doing, because then you are rare. And the marketplace always rewards scarcity. But still, if you have exceptional skills, you have to ask for what you want. Today, I charge $300 an hour. When I started, I, I was scared to take 20 bucks an hour. I increased my prices and I asked for what I really want over and over and over and over again. And here's the thing, 90% of people, they either can't afford me or the price is just like, no, I won't do that. That's totally fine. I'd rather work with the 10% who would love a professional who can help them elevate their business than work with 90% of the people who are not serious or who are a pain in the ass. Like, I bet you know some of those clients who like, they pay you 20 bucks, but you have work to do for six months. That's not worth your time and you'll get frustrated so easily. So I said, I'm going to put the price bar high and I'm going to work to get there. And I'm going to be okay with failure. I'm going to be okay with being rejected. I recently had an experience where I was having a great conversation with an elderly woman and she was doing trainings for elderly women. And she was amazing. She was awesome. And when it came to my price, I said, yeah, it's $300 an hour. And she basically fell out of her chair. She fell out of her chair and said, well, I earn $600 a day. And you, as a 27-year-old, want to make me think that you are $300 an hour? You're out of your mind. That's her opinion. But the marketplace clearly demonstrates that my skills are in demand. And if you don't want to pay it, that's cool. Someone else will. So you have to be okay with getting a no. If you ask for a raise, you have to be okay when your boss says, well, no, not right now. But then you ask, okay, what would I need to do to earn more? 
because that gives you a plan, a roadmap for what you do need to do. The worst thing you can have is not having clarity on what you need to do to earn more. So do you need to ask for more? Do you need to stop undervaluing yourself? Or what skills do you need to develop? Where could you improve your skills? How could you elevate your capabilities so you are able to do things almost nobody else is able to do and as a result have a rare skill set that is in high demand? People want to work with professionals. For example, I work on Fiverr a lot and I see all these graphic designers or so and they're doing it for $5 per graphic. And if I see that, I don't trust it. Because if they don't value their own service, why should I value it? Why should I trust that you put your heart and your soul into this? And I want great work. And the big organizations, the businesses with a lot of money, they want someone who's really good. They'd rather pay a hundred bucks for a graphic or a thousand bucks to a real professional than to, on someone who does it for five bucks but isn't any good. So when you value yourself, I trust you more. I trust you more. I'd rather invest in someone who charges $500 an hour than someone who charges like 10 bucks. If you are able to charge that much, that demonstrates to me that you have superb skills and that you can do something that most people are not capable of doing. So I trust you more. And that's not just me. It's other people too. They trust you more when you charge more. So is it time for you to increase your prices? Not recklessly, sure. I mean, at one point, I just increased my prices by tenfold or so. And I stopped having clients at all. You have to be in some way reasonable, but you have to test the limits. You have to test the limits. And here's what I would recommend. You go further than you really feel comfortable. Go further than you really feel comfortable. And if over time you realize, well, nobody's buying anymore, well, then you turn it back a bit and you test. But go further than you really feel comfortable. And that's how I stopped undervaluing myself. If you want the full video where I break down how you can stop undervaluing yourself, the link is right here. And then if you like this video, smash like and subscribe down below. Hit that notification bell so you don't miss any of my future videos. And I'll see you in the next one.